Welcome to the Christian Ministries Church Podcast. We're glad you've joined us to listen to a message from our pastor, Ashley Ellison. We believe God's Word is powerful and that it can be applied to our lives so that we may live victoriously. Let's join Pastor Ashley now as he shares the Word with us. Well, thank you for being here tonight. I want to jump right in to what God has laid on my heart uh, for this evening. This year, our theme is living by faith. So if you have your Bibles and want to turn there, Hebrews 11.1, 1. if you have been in this church any length of time, you've heard this topic preached on. Very, very important topic. Um, and we get caught up on this verse a lot. This verse changed my life at the beginning of Christian ministries. It just changed how I thought. I, I didn't understand faith. I'd been raised a Baptist boy. And so when I started understanding the word of faith and what it does to change your life and how you can operate by it, it, it made a difference. Hebrews 11.1, 1, faith shows the reality of what we hope for, and it's the evidence of things that we cannot see. Now, I would love to spend the next 30 minutes and just teach on this because it's just in me. And hopefully it's in you, and you would be sitting there going, I know all of that, I know all of that. We oftentimes will stop at verse 1, and what I want to talk about tonight, though, is verse 2 of Hebrews 11. This is the part we don't talk a lot about. Through their faith, the people in days of old earned a good reputation. Tonight I want to talk about the faith to earn a good reputation. We get Hebrews 11. I mean, we understand that that's an important aspect of our life. It's how our evidence, our substance, it's how we function in life, if you will. But we don't ever talk about verse 2. The faith, the faith that you have should produce a good reputation. Now, a good reputation is based on trust. And if you don't know how to trust God... If you don't know how to have faith in God, you're not going to be producing a good reputation. We just don't know how to gain one. We don't know how to earn one. We don't understand this. And we yet call ourselves faith people. Now, I'm not here to attack anybody. I just want to make sure that we're living according to the word tonight. We have so many people who get concerned as soon as they find out that they've got a Christian working for them. I'm just telling you, the waitresses... And waiters on Sunday will all tell you that's the day they don't want to work. And it's not because they want to go to church. It's because when church lets out and church people come there, they're the least ones to take care of the waiters and waitresses. They tip worse. I mean, it's just proven. You ask any of them. They, as soon as they find out you're a Christian, they're like, well, I don't want that table. The Christians aren't making a good standing with our reputation and we don't understand how important this is. They've just, we've done an outstanding job of ruining our reputation. That's what we've done. So I want to talk about through faith, a reputation should be earned. Now, it's our reality, our assurance, our evidence, but it also allows us to produce a good reputation. So you've got, I, we're going to talk about this and we've got, we've got to understand it. A reputation, let me give you the definition of reputation. A reputation is the estimation in which a person is commonly held. It's the thoughts that people have based on you. It's how people think about you. Now let me just be really careful here. 
And make sure you know that I'm not talking about how your mama thinks about you. In your mom's eyes, you make no mistake. I mean, if the coach is tough on a student, the mom will come in and say, oh, honey, it wasn't your fault. If, if the teacher was just mean and you got an F, it's always the teacher's fault. It couldn't have been that you didn't study and you slept through most of school. See, we, we, don't, we don't go there. So in your mama's eyes, I understand you're the best of the best. But I'm not talking about how your mama looks at you. I'm talking about how everyone else looks at you. And it's tough sometimes to get moms to see how everybody else is seeing. So we're not talking about the reputation of your mama associated with you. So it's not your mom. It's not what your mom thinks of you. It's what is your reputation. So I'm asking you that tonight. When we read Hebrews 11:2, you you've got to ask yourself, is my faith earning me a good reputation? Is my faith earning me a good reputation? Earn, what's earn mean? Let's talk about that. It means to get as a result of doing something. So we, I love this topic because this is so applicable. And we make faith some big spiritual concept, and it is a giant spiritual concept. But it's also a very practical concept that should impact how you live every day. Faith ought to earn you a reputation. And it's just really hard for Christians to get this. You earn something, and that means that you have got that as a result of doing something. Hard concept, hard concept. But here's why it's hard. Our relationship with God begins with grace. Let's stop there for a second. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You didn't deserve it. You were in a sinful condition. God so loved the world that he gave, not because the world deserved it, but God loved them. They hadn't earned anything. See, it was a free gift. While you were a jerk, God died for you. Aren't you glad? It was free. Years ago, in the church world, and I've lived long enough to watch this concept unfold over the last several years, but people had a hard time understanding the grace of God. They just couldn't get it, and they were beating themselves up. And for years, people would tell preachers, and I, I'd sing in churches all across this country years ago, and I'd watch the altars fill up, and I would hear these words by people, God just couldn't love me. God couldn't love me. If he knew all that I have done he just, how could he love me? God can't love me. I'm so unworthy. And, and, and they'd be at the altar begging God, please, God, forgive me. They'd be crying. I've just done horrible things, God. All week long, I haven't been good. I haven't done the right thing. And so on Sundays, especially in the churches that I grew up in, you acted like a heathen on Friday and Saturday night, and you'd come in on Sunday just begging God. Please, God, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. I've just been such a horrible person. And every Sunday was people begging God to forgive them. What happened is they never understood the grace of God. They didn't get that. See, the church started teaching about grace and saying, wait here, you don't have to live in that pain. God has forgiven you. God loves you. And we taught people that you need to know that God is for you. He wants you. God is not condemning you for your past. 
And people started realizing that. God does love me. God does love me. And we became okay with who we were. And all of a sudden, how we lived on Friday and Saturday night really was okay because Sunday morning's coming. And I just get forgiveness. I mean, God loves me. He set me free. I can do whatever. And what we did as a church world is we jumped in the ditch on the grace message. And, 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 and we just, God loves me. He set me free. There's no condemnation. Live however you want. God loves you. There's still some denominations that really are in that ditch. And they teach that all the time. And I'm not here to say that God doesn't love you and that the grace message isn't important. But it was a hyper-grace message, if you've ever heard that terminology. See, the Ten Commandments are not for today. Jesus died for sin, so you go do whatever you want to do, and we got in the ditch. Living lifestyles that God says he hates and still in church on Sundays. Well, God loves me. I can live however I want and do whatever I want. That's where we've got now, and you've watched that in the world. Christian people okaying what God says in his word, I hate. That's not okay. It's not okay, but we've jumped in the ditch. And we've got to be careful that we understand grace is from God, and it's for the beginning of your walk. Now, I'm not here to say that it's not available at other times, but you've got to know that grace is freely given. Let me say it another way. Grace is unearned. Grace is not earned. But when he read Hebrews 11:2, it was through faith that you are to earn a good reputation. Do you, do you see how we've gotten the ditch and we've left the earned message out of Scripture and it's definitively there? Grace forgave me. Therefore, I died to that old person and started earning a reputation. Grace forgave me, and many of you I know, especially speaking to a Wednesday night crowd, you're not the same person you were five years ago, 10, 15, 20. In fact, you run into people from your high school, and they don't even know who you, you just even look different. And not because you got old. You matured. There's a different person there. See, Colossians 3, since you've been raised to a new life, you now put to death the sinful things that were living in you. You're going to put to death those things. You're going to get rid of anger, rage, malice. You're going to get rid of the the sinful things, that that sexual perversion. The things that, it, it just goes, I mean, if you haven't read Colossians 3, you need to. We started with grace, and then we put to death some things. We got some work going. We started working on a different life. I don't do that anymore. I'm taking off the old and putting on the new. What does that mean? That means you're earning something. You're not earning salvation because salvation was free. But we as God's people should be working on earning a good reputation, and you can't do that if faith doesn't come first. You can write this down. This is very important and probably the essence of everything I'm talking about tonight. Just as you can't earn grace, you can't give a good reputation. Parents, 
you can't give your child a good reputation. Now, Mama, I know you think that your sweetie precious is the, I mean, basically is next to Jesus. In fact, sometimes you don't wonder if he didn't come to save the world. But let me tell you, you can't give your child a good reputation. They have to earn it. They have to earn it. Now, we're all praying as mom and dads that our child will accept the free gift that God gave, the grace that he gave, so that we can see them saved. That's what we want. But you can't earn grace and you can't give a good reputation. In Christianity, you begin with grace and we, as God's people, oftentimes want to live by that every day. And what I'm telling you, at some point, you got to put to death some things and start earning that reputation that God's talking about. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 11. Make it your goal to live a quiet life, minding your own business and working with your hands, just as we instructed you before. Then people who are not believers will respect the way you live, and you'll not need to depend on others. Work hard with your hands and earn respect. See, working hard with your hands is doing something. And when you're doing something, you're earning. You go to work and you earn a paycheck. Well, what are we doing to earn a good reputation in the kingdom of God and benefiting what God called us to do? Reputation is not given, you earn it. I have had several students over the years frustrated with me because I didn't trust them. (laughs) And you know, I had some parents get frustrated because I didn't trust their child. And I've tried for years to teach young people and get them to see this. There's a lot of young people in here tonight and hear me. If you consider yourself young, listen up here. You're not going to be given something that is required for you to earn. And parents, we do a horrible job when we give something to our kids that they should have earned. We're raising a society of people that think they're entitled. And when someone thinks they're entitled to something then they don't ever work on earning it. That should just be mine. Just give that to me. And I've told kids, I've told parents, I can't give trust to anyone. Trust is earned. Hebrews 11.2 does not say this. Through grace, people of old were given a good reputation. See, that's not what it says. It doesn't say, through faith, people of old were given. That makes no sense. Through faith, people of old earned a good reputation. And it's an example that we are to have to live by faith. Through their faith, people earned a good reputation. Verse 2, faith causes a corresponding action in your life. See, faith causes you to live different. When you live by faith, and faith comes by how? By hearing and hearing the word of God, it changes who you are and gives you a good reputation. That's what it should do. 
The problem is people aren't using their faith right, therefore they're not earning a good reputation, and the waiters and waitresses on Sunday don't want to have anything to do with us. And I I don't understand where we've got off in the ditch except for this message of grace the whole time. Just, oh, it's okay, honey. Act however you want. God will forgive you. God forg- I'm not here to argue that. He will forgive you. But if you don't start earning a reputation, we're not going to advance the kingdom. Yeah, you get to go to heaven, but why would anybody else want to act like you? James 2.14. What good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith but don't show it by your actions? If faith doesn't change the way you live and it's shown, then what good is it? That's what the Bible says. It's a waste of time. You see a situation and you don't act accordingly and don't respond correctly. Faith by itself is not enough. It won't work by itself. Faith must produce good deeds. Boy, this is just so easy. And it comes right out of Hebrews 11 too, but I think that we need to get this in us so it affects how we operate day in and day out. James 2, jump on down to verse 17. So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. This isn't my words, this is God's. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. Now, someone may argue, some people have faith, others have good deeds, but I say, how can you show me your faith if you don't have good deeds? I'll show you my faith by my good deeds. This week, you'll be doing business. You'll be going to work possibly tomorrow. You'll be doing something. Can the people that come into contact with you tomorrow tell by the way you handle yourself that you were in church Wednesday night. We're getting ready to go back to school. When you go back to school, can they tell that you've been in church all summer? I'm, I'm just asking. I saw the girls for CMA this morning, 12 of y'all out here playing volleyball. I stood right back there in the back and I watched them. And I was like, they're handling this, they're doing well. Man, they're pretty good. I'm looking forward to watching them. And here's my prayer right after that. I pray that I'm going to watch them earning a good reputation. I'm I'm praying that that's what they're going to do as they go out and they'll have games that they're one point away from the win. When they're one point away from the win, can I tell that they were in church on Sunday? I've watched a lot of Christian schools that I couldn't tell that anybody went to church last Sunday. (laughs) The way that I have seen young people talk to a ref or yell at a ref, let me take that a step further. The way I've seen some parents talk to or yell at a ref, I'm going, obviously they weren't in church Sunday. Or if they were, I hope they're... Zip it. What's the deal? We don't got Christian people earning a reputation at a Christian event. Why? Because they're not worried about earning it. We have the grace of God. We can talk to that ref however we want. God will forgive us. Hmm. You know, you don't have to post God loves me. Your actions should show that. I'm not saying you shouldn't post God loves me. 
But I have a lot of people all the time, as I see online, we're doing everything we can to push the grace of God, and we should when it comes to salvation, but we're not pushing the earning a good reputation part. That's why I wanted to talk about it tonight, because it's a real practical application that the Word talks very specifically about. Living in a way that God has downloaded into you through your faith a place of earning. I'm going to earn. So I ask you, what about, what about now? Are you living in a way that grace moved you to a place of earning? Are you? If not, let's just get there. People you ran with 10 years ago are not in your life, or are they? And you act just the same as you did 10 years ago, and you haven't worried about earning anything. Now, I, I, don't, I believe this is a tough word, and I believe that tonight I ought to be getting some amens about that, and, and I am watching nodding of heads. And here's why. Because I'm looking around, and I see some of you, and I've watched you earn it. So I say, good job. But if there's some areas that God's laying on your heart as I'm talking, let's get into those areas. And let's start earning. Too many Christians want a good reputation just given to them by everybody. I just want everybody to think good about me because God loves everybody. And they forget that that's their responsibility in this. They're the ones responsible for earning it. I want you to know I love you too. And we love each other, and that's all great. But we ought to be working on earning a reputation with each other also. Your actions are leaving everyone's eye on you all the time. What you're doing, what you're saying, how you're talking, it's giving you a reputation. And I ask you, is it giving you a good one? Is it giving you a good reputation? God can and does love people. You've got to know that. I don't want you to take this message and go, well, God was God obviously doesn't love you. No, I'm not trying to condemn anyone, but I can love people and not trust them at all. I mean, I just can't. I can love them. I can love them with God's love, and I don't trust them. And I'm asking you, what about God? Can he love you and not trust you? Sure, he died to you while you were yet still a sinner. And he loved you so much that he gave his only son. So God can do that and still not trust you, but what he's done is he's opened up a pathway for you to get some trust. I want the Lord to trust me. You know, I've, I've watched a lot of funerals. I've preached a lot of funerals. I, I, I was... It's not one of my favorite things to do. In fact, if I could not do any funerals and not do any marriages, I'd be a better pastor. But when I signed up for the job, that's just one of the things I need to do. I just always feel like I'm going to mess something up, and it's a very important part of your life, the end and the beginning of marriage. So I, I just don't want to mess anything up. And so I, 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 I'm not that I won't. It's just, it's a difficult thing and I take it very seriously. And I'm, I'm like, I'd almost break out in highs before it starts. But here's what I've heard people say at a lot of funerals. Some of them I've done and some of them I've just been to. That was a good man. That was a good man. And you know, I think about that. I think about that a lot. What does it mean when they say I was a good man or that was a good woman, what, what does that mean? 
when you say that? Does that mean they had a large home? That's a good man. They, boy, they got a lot of money. They built up a lot of assets in their life. They're sure giving their kids a bunch. They, they had a brand new car all the time. They were a good man. Man, they were good looking. That, that guy had more women than anybody I've ever seen in my What defines a good man? Let me just tell you, I'm not here to answer that. What I'm here to answer is Hebrews 11.2. We don't need to worry about what someone's saying, going to say one day at our funeral. We need to get concerned about what he's saying about you right now. What are people saying about you right now? That's an important thing. I mean, they're going to say something at your funeral. I get that. Live in a way that they say something good about you at your funeral. That's all great, but the reason you should do that is so they live saying something good about you right now. People need to be talking about you based on how you live according to the faith. Would someone say that's a good man about you? You're a woman. No, they wouldn't say that. Well, would they say that's a good woman? That's a good woman. What are people saying? What's said about you? What are your schoolmates saying about you? I, I talk to young people that all, that all the time. Hey, what are people saying about you? Well, you're a lot of fun. What I'm concerned about, are they saying godly traits about you? You can't make them say that about you. You have to live and earn them. That's how they They're not just going to give you a compliment. You're going to have to earn it. What about your coworkers? I ask you that. What's being said about you? Parents, what are people saying about your kids and the way you're parenting them? Well, I don't care what anybody thinks about me. Okay, I'm going to get to that here in a second. But I've heard a lot of things said about a lot of people in my lifetime. Boy, she's a drama queen. If there's not a crisis, you can depend on her to make one. If there's a small problem, I can tell you she'll turn it into a big one. Is that a good reputation? That dude is lazy. Is that a good reputation? Is that what, is that what you're wanting people to say about you? Well, they're a smart aleck. They think they know everything. They're putting everybody down all the time. That's not what you want people talking about. That's not a good reputation. They're unreliable. Now, that person, you can't count on them. They'll be the first to volunteer to help and the last one to ever show up. See, there's a, there are things that we talk, that person's late. They're going to be late to their own funeral. I'm just telling you, they're late, habitually late. And everybody knows that about you. And they say that's the greatest quality in that person that you could ever have. You, by faith, are earning a reputation or you're not. See, by faith, if you're doing it by faith in God's way, you're earning a good reputation. What's being said about you? Because your faith should be earning you a good reputation. All right, let's go back to what I just said. Actually, I don't really care what people think about me. It's my life, and I've heard this, and I just don't even care. People are just going to talk, and they're going to talk, and I don't know. I mean, God, God loves me regardless of what people think, and they just need to quit judging me. Come on. You have coworkers that will say that. I just, I don't care what people say. I care less. That sounds really good, but let me just tell you tonight in church, that is not biblical. Well, I don't care what people think about me. You obviously have not read Hebrews 11 too. 
Hebrews 11, 2, well, I have faith in God. Then read the second verse. If you do, then it should be earning you a good reputation. Your faith makes what everyone else thinks about you should be thinking front and center. Your faith should move what people are thinking front and center. What people are thinking about you should be very concerning. Now, I understand if they think you're crazy for going to church, heathens are going to think some of the things you do are crazy. And I get that that should not deter you from acting according to the word of God. But that's not what really we're meaning when we say, I don't care what anybody thinks of us. We're just trying to excuse how we're acting. Something is being said when you walk in. And it may not be out loud or it may be under somebody's breath, they're whispering, but something's being said. And when you walk in, are they thinking, man, peace is here now that they just got here. Man, they just got here. I'm telling you, everybody's getting ready to smile because they're going to be, it's going to be okay because they're here now. Or when you walk in, are you like, everybody, oh, man, I was hoping they weren't going to show up. Are people saying, you know what, she said that she was going to do that, and you can just count on it because she'll do it. If they said that, they're going to do it. Man, they're always in a good mood. I just like being around them. They just smile. I just tell you, I'm, I love being around their kids. Their kids are just, I, if we're going to call someone over to dinner, let's call them because their kids are so respectful. I just love them being in our house. Is that what people are saying about you and your kids? See, you're going to earn a reputation, and you've got to decide what is foremost and front and center in what you're earning. I was thinking a lot about this. And, you know, past presidents, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Ronald Reagan. I'm not going any further than that right now. Because time has passed enough that as we look at their life, they lived in a way that earned them a good reputation. Titus 2, 7, you know, the scripture is just full of verses saying that what others think about you is important. <laughs> so it's just not Hebrews eleven two, but Titus 2, 7, and you yourself must be an example to them by doing good works of every kind. We're to be an example to people. 1 Timothy 3, 7, also people outside the church should speak well. People outside the church must speak well of him. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 11.1, 1, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Paul said, hey, follow me. Are you willing to tell someone, hey, follow my example? Do exactly what I do as I'm following what Christ did. Ooh, that's a tough order. I don't care what anybody thinks. You might want to. It's really important to understand a good reputation that Jesus was serious about it. Jesus is concerned about your reputation and what you are doing. He cares not only what you tell the world you're doing on Facebook, but he cares about what you are doing day in and day out. Ephesians 2.10, we're God's masterpiece. He created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do good things that he planned for us long ago. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty eight. that's why you should examine yourself 
before eating the bread and drinking the cup. For if you eat the bread or drink the cup without honoring the body of Christ, you're eating and drinking God's judgment upon yourself. That's why many of you are weak and sick and some have even died. But if we would examine ourselves, we would not be judged by God this way. You know, you shouldn't even have to get to a place of asking everybody else what they're thinking of you. You need to say, God, what are you thinking of me? And I want to examine myself. What areas do I need to say, okay, I'm tightening up here. I'm going to be more careful here because I don't know that people want to follow my example in that area. If you'll do this over the next few days, you'll start finding that you'll real quickly start allowing faith to earn you a good reputation. Hebrews 11, verse 1. We've talked about this a hundred times. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It's the evidence of things we cannot see. Praise God, I agree with that. Amen, amen. Don't stop there. Verse 2, and through their faith, the people in days of old earned a good reputation. I want people to look at the life of Christian Ministries Church and outside of here, I want people to look at the life of God's people and say, right there is a good person. Right there is a good man. And I don't want to have to wait till someone's gone to say that about them. I like saying it right now. And if we'll work on earning a good reputation right where we are, right now, by living according to the faith that God has given us through Christ and his word as we build ourselves up in the word, I'm telling you, you'll watch an attraction to the kingdom of God. But it's going to start by God's people not just getting saved and living by faith in verse 1, but living by faith so that we earn. Not just that we got this free gift because we got to have the free gift, but we also need to start earning. Earn a good reputation in your business, at your school, at your work, in your family, wherever you are. Earn a good reputation. It's available for you and it all starts by faith in God. Thank you for being part of our podcast today. You'll find more online messages from Christian Ministries Church as well as location information on our website at cmchurch.net. There's a place for you at Christian Ministries Church where it's more than a church, it's family.